0: Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey.
1: Coming
2: up. We refuse to give up on this case. It has been almost two years since this double homicide of the Massey brothers.
1: For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. In December of 2020, a few weeks before Christmas, two teenage brothers, 15-year-old Devin Massey and 17-year-old Jonathan Massey, were found shot to death in a Fort Bend County, Texas neighborhood.
2: There were three victims with gunshot wounds. Two of those victims had fatal injuries and were deceased upon their arrival.
1: But over the past two years, investigators have been working the case. And just last month, four suspects were arrested and charged with murder.
2: When this crime first occurred, I was immediately notified. And I was devastated to learn that a mother had lost two of her children in one criminal episode. Shortly after that, my phone began ringing from people in the community who were upset, who were hurting, that these two very popular young men had been killed. There was a demand for justice and we began meeting uh, and trying to resolve the issue in our community. I am thankful for God, thankful to God for these men behind me who could have very easily let this case go cold. It took some time to solve it because it was a difficult case, but they stayed the course. They remained vigilant and diligent in their efforts and were able to bring these individuals to justice.
0: Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help.
1: I'm joined now by KHOU11 reporter Adam Bennett in Houston, Texas. Adam, thanks for being here with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Will. Adam, before we get to what happened back in December of 2020 and this case and then the recent developments, let's talk a little bit about 15 year old Devin Massey and his brother, 17 year old Jonathan Massey. What can you tell us about them?
3: So, Devin and Jonathan were two very popular students at Ridgepoint High School, which is in Fort Bend County, just outside of Houston. They were popular, they loved football. And friends and family describe them as being dedicated to not only their sport, but also their friends and family as well. Uh, we've heard stories about them giving back to the community, things like they would help neighbors with yard work. And a former coach described them as being lovable, humble, and not troublemakers at all.
1: And Adam, has happened in Fort Bend County, Texas. Tell us about that area a little bit, just outside of Houston, right?
3: Yeah, so Fort Bend County is just to the southwest of Houston, really nice area. Good schools, um, higher than average median household income, really doesn't have a lot of crime. I, I rarely go out there to cover these kind of stories. And, of course, there are little pockets where, you know, some areas are worse than others, just like any place in the country. But in general, it's a really nice, safe place to live.
1: Adam, let's go back to December of 2020. Tell us about what we know about this case and what happened to Devin and Jonathan Massey.
3: So this was December 12th of 2020. It was a Saturday evening just after 8 o'clock. And according to a family friend, the brothers, Devin and Jonathan, were in a car with a friend of theirs. They had just come back to their house, to the to Massey brothers' house from the grocery store. They were inside a car, parked on the driveway, when several masked men pull up behind them in a car and start shooting. The Massey brothers were killed on the scene there. And their friend who was in the car with them was seriously injured and later hospitalized but did ultimately survive that shooting. Um, and at the time, uh, detectives learned that multiple people inside that vehicle fled the scene. And from what I read from early reports, the only known witness was that injured friend in the car.
1: Adam, listening to the recent press conference where investigators talked about this investigation and then the recent arrest that we'll get to, it sounds like they needed tips from the public, and then they just had mountains of evidence, and they dedicated tons of man hours to this case.
3: The sheriff said they easily dedicated hundreds, if not thousands, of man hours to this case. And, and both he and the district attorney said, look, this is a case that very easily could have gone cold, and they thanked the investigators for staying on this case over the course of almost two years. Because the sheriff admitted he, at this press conference announcing the arrest, he said, look, we really didn't have anything to go on when this first happened. We were asking the public for tips, but we didn't really have much. And this is a case that very could have easily fallen by the wayside. But he said investigators stayed on it. Sometimes they would be working 24 hours straight and then hand it off to the next person on the next shift. He said some detectives would even leave the force and then hand the case off to new detectives. So this was really a multi-year ongoing dedicated case that the district attorney said, quite frankly, took so long to solve because it was such a complicated case. Adam, did
1: investigators talk specifically about how they broke this case open?
3: It's unclear exactly when the the key tip that broke this whole case open exactly came in, but it was recently. And what the sheriff told me after the press conference was he said it wasn't really like one tip that just broke the whole case open, but it was a series of tips that came in from the public. Over time, after, of course, officials put out that call for help from the public, to where it started to form the picture of what happened, right? When you put all those tips together, now they're starting to get a clearer picture of who may have been involved and what exactly happened. And based on that information, investigators say they began surveillance of these four men that were ultimately arrested. And after doing a lot of surveillance, because they they point out they had to have an iron tight case here. You really had to make sure that you had all your ducks in a row, all the evidence that you needed to be able to make this case and get the conviction. Once they felt like they had that, then they moved in and arrested these four men over the course of just a little bit over a week last month. One of the first suspects
2: is Dallin Phillips. He's 19, and uh, he's charged (laughs) with murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, as well as Previous warrants for evading arrest and that he had prior to this, total of over a million dollars in bonds. Donovan Phillips, age 20, was arrested as well with, with uh, Daylon. Uh, he too is charged with the same thing, million dollar bonds. Jalen Allen, 19, uh, was, was also charged, same charges, one million dollar bonds. And also Jaden Gaines, uh, million dollar bonds for murder and aggravated
3: assault with a deadly weapon.
1: And have police said anything about a motive or if the victims knew the suspects in this case?
3: So at the press conference, they did say that it appears that the suspects and the victims in this case were acquaintances who hung out. They were living in the same neighborhood, kind of ran in the same circles. They're still looking into exactly maybe a more specific relationship if there was one. But they do believe that they knew each other. As far as a motive, initially when this crime happened, Both authorities and people that knew the brothers thought this was a totally random attack. Now, fast forward almost two years, investigators say they do not think this was random and they think they know a motive. But when I pressed them for more information, more specifics, they were not ready to say just yet. They pointed out that this is still an ongoing investigation and they're still trying to get as much detail as they can.
2: Uh, we're looking into that uh, right now. Uh, we think we have a possible uh, a motive for it, uh, but like I said, it's a working uh, working case. But uh, we think we have a motive and why how they got connected.
1: Adam, have we heard anything from the Massey family following the uh, the arrest of four suspects in this case?
3: We have. So after these arrests, they did release a statement. They said they wanted to thank everybody who helped with this case in any way. They said they are so grateful for the detective's hard work, the countless hours that they put into this case. And they said that they look forward to the day when complete justice is served and those responsible are held accountable to the utmost extent of the law. Now, of course, they said this in no way brings them closure. They still suffered this incredible loss of these two boys, but they said they are so appreciative of the outpouring of prayers and support, and they said they look forward to the justice system doing justice.
1: Adam, investigators and others have talked about how this case caused a lot of fear in the community and how these arrests will hopefully go a long way in terms of placating uh, that fear. Can you talk about that a little bit?
3: It, It was. The district attorney, Brian Middleton, talked about how immediately after this happened, he started getting phone calls from people in the community. They were outraged, of course, that this could happen to these two Young, promising, popular young men. And on top of that, people were also scared. If it could happen to these two boys, why couldn't it happen to anybody else? What was what was the threat to the rest of the community? So people were really eager for authorities to find the people responsible for this horrific crime.
2: All of us were devastated for a mother and a father to lose two children in a census act of act of crime. Uh, At the same time, two young men's lives were taken senselessly. This was a difficult case. They didn't give up on it, and they were relentless in their pursuit of justice, and that's why it took two years, because it was a difficult case. There was a lot of work that had to be done, and they did it. They didn't give up. This was a strong effort. There was no uh, lax in their efforts in trying to apprehend these suspects. It's a sad case. But it's a reminder that every life has value. These young men, the Massey boys, will now have a voice. These men will be brought to justice and they will answer for their crimes.
1: All right, KOU 11 reporter Adam Bennett, thanks again for being here with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Will. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. If you haven't already, check out the newest podcast from Vault Studios. It's called Intent, the Tex McIver case, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For The Daily Crime, I'm Will Johnson.